Unsure about your future after school? From finances to college, from adult education to military options, the Life After School podcast is for you. Now on to the host, Charles Prince. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Life After School. We are so thankful for our audience who continues to support us. You all have done an amazing job of sharing these episodes with your friends and family. We ask that you continue to share them and continue to spread the word about what we are doing here at Life After School. We are just so thankful for all of you. You all are amazing, and we would not be here without your help. So over the next coming episodes, we're going to be talking about a lot of practical things. And one topic that I get asked about quite a bit, and even the last time when I asked a group of girls who we had for relief in our house and asked them about some things they were thinking about when it came to adulthood. And what are some questions, some unanswered questions they have that they would like to have answered? They gave me a bunch, but one recurring theme that I get And not just from this group of girls, but from other kids I've asked as well. It's about paying bills. They want to know how to pay bills. When I kept noticing this was a recurring theme, I thought to myself, how do they not know how to pay bills? But then it hit me, I did not know how to pay bills. I had to learn from trial and error. And I only knew certain ways of how to pay bills because I've seen my parents do it. But I came into that time when online was becoming more and more advanced and more and more stuff could be done online. And I was kind of coming into that age where a few years down the line, you can pay 90% of your bills on your phone. That was unthinkable when I was getting ready to become an adult. We knew that it was going to come, but we didn't think it was coming that quickly. So it was kind of one of those things that I had to learn quite a bit on my own. So what we're going to be doing here, we're going to be talking about some tips on how to pay bills. But that's going to come later in the episode. First, I want to talk about some things that we need to establish before we get to the actual tips themselves. First thing I want to talk about is why paying bills are important. Now, you might be thinking this is a given, right? It's obviously a given because... You got to pay bills. That's your responsibility, right? And that is true. But I want to give some reasons to kind of have you keep in the back of your head to understand and to help you realize why bills and paying them are important. Um, it's important because paying bills and paying them on time keeps your utilities in good standing. What do I mean by that? You ever had electricity cut off, water cut off, gas cut off at your residence, your place that you lived at because someone did not pay a bill? If you had any of those things happen, you know the stress that comes with not having those items. I have had that happen to me a couple of times in my adult life. So I know firsthand how scary it is to go through that and to have that stress and anxiety 
because not only are you concerned with trying to get your utilities turned back on, but then you have to worry about what fees they're going to charge. Because most utility companies, especially electric and gas and water, they're not going to come out there and turn everything back on just because you paid off the full balance. Some of them will have or have required will require you to pay an additional fee on top of having your um, full amount of what is due. So that's probably one good reason there alone to make sure you to the best of your ability, keep your utilities in good standing because it gets more expensive trying to get it turned back on, which kind of leads to the next sub point here is that it's hard to catch up when you are behind. First month is $100 due. Second month, it's $200. Then the third month, somehow it, you think it should go to $300, but it ends up going to $400. And then you get a disconnect notice saying, if you do not pay this amount, X, you don't pay X amount by this date, we're terminating your electric or your gas or this or fill in the blank of what utility they would turn off. It's hard to catch up. And that's why it's so important to do the best of your ability to keep up with your bills. And if you cannot pay the full amount, then at least try to pay something on them. Try to pay something. There are some companies that have a minimal amount you can pay. If that's all you can do, then do that. Do that to the best of your ability. Try to stay caught up because it's hard to catch up once you are behind. And I know this economy the job situations we have going on now, I know that's not always easy. So I'm not trying to say, oh, shame on you if you can't catch up. No, no shame whatsoever. Now, it's a shame if you do have the money and you've wasted it on everything else and you fall behind for that. Well, even with that, that's still not shame because I've done that myself too. And my thing is, I would say, hey, just do what you can to cut that stuff out. And work on prioritizing your funds, prioritizing your finances. So that's why paying bills are important. Now, you might think to yourself, okay, I get paying bills is important. But what kind of bills will I have? What's expected of me? Now, this is going to be subjective. It's going to be depending on your situation that you are in, are about to be in, or will be in down the road. Because if you're going to college and going to be in a dorm room, half of this is not going to apply to you. But it will apply after you get out of the dorm room, or if you ever still are in school but decide to not be in a dorm room anymore, this is going to apply to you. So typically, these are the type of bills you are going to have. Electric, gas, water, and trash. Now, there are others, but those are your main primary and essential utilities. Now, depending on where you live, there are some townhouses and apartments where your rent covers one or two of these utilities. And a lot of times, most places will cover water and maybe gas, depending on Depending on usage, depending on how much gas costs in the area. And so 
a lot of times that might be covered in your rent. However, um, there are some places where utilities, period, are not included. And you might have to be in charge of taking care of all those utilities. But one thing I will say, at least from my experience, if you've experienced others um, other than what I have, then please correct me. But from my experience, electric is usually the utility that is not covered in your rent. That's usually the one that's covered separately. So you got to pay your rent on top of electric. And for me, I've uh, rented, I've rented two places on my own. One in Columbus, Georgia, when I was in the military. And the other was in Lyman, Colorado, a townhouse. And both of those, I had to pay electric. And electric can get expensive. Especially living where I lived at in Columbus, Georgia. That's South Central Georgia. Well, not really South Central. I don't know if you consider that part. Maybe so. Maybe I would consider that West Central Georgia more so than anything. Anyway, it's further south than Atlanta. Atlanta gets hot, so Columbus really got hot. Our electric bill was high from running the AC. And there's times we got behind on that. So I understand that these bills can get high and expensive, but again, just you gotta do your best to do what you can. So not only you have the chance of having electric, water, gas, and trash, um, and any of those variety of things, and like I said, some places rent covers, your rent that you pay covers some of those, but be on the lookout for those utilities. Now you have your other ones that may or may not be essential. Well, cell phone is essential, but at the same time, I think the plan that you choose is very important. And we're going to have a, another episode discussing that. We discussed that in the previous episode. But one thing we need to keep in mind, and we need to remember when it comes to these other things that you have, especially when it comes to cell phone and internet, they can be interchangeable. Because I know some people say I have my cell phone and I have hotspot from my cell phone provider, so I don't need internet and more power to them. But there are some people that need more broadband and need more power internet to do certain things. So they might have internet. There are some people who might not have unlimited data and they're maybe have shrunk two smaller plans to try to save money. And so they rely on Wi-Fi to use their phones mainly at home and use the Wi-Fi services there. So there's a whole number of things to keep in mind of what bills you'll have. And another popular set of bills you'll probably have is streaming services. So that's probably one that all of you are going to have. Most companies are cracking down on password sharing. So if you're sharing someone's password and they, especially if it's in a company that hasn't cracked down yet, they're going to crack down eventually, most likely. So just be ready to pay for your own streaming services. So now that we talked about some of this, let's talk about how to pay for them. You know, for certain bills like streaming, um, which streaming is the main one, because that's the one you cannot pay in person. And most of them do not have a way to pay outside of having a credit card or a debit card. So you're going to need a debit card. Now, how to get one? I strongly recommend that if you are with your parents, 
especially if you have some kind of income coming in. And if not, if you get some kind of allowance or something, maybe talk to your parents about setting up a check checking account. And even if it's some type of smaller checking account that is kind of under their control or supervision and whatever, you know, that's still something that you can have to kind of help build something up and be able to have a debit card. And some of these banks may allow you to have a debit card, some may not. But when you become an adult, some of these banks might transfer that kid account into a separate adult account for you. Um, don't know if that is the case or not, but just kind of something to throw out there. Does this get an idea that you definitely need a checking account? If you especially get 18 and you're not able to get a checking account for whatever reason, you can get a debit card or more, more, uh, more accurately considered, more accurately, more accurately called a prepaid debit card. You can get one of those. And they are good in general. However, a couple things I want to add with that. If you're going to get a prepaid debit card, one, make sure you get a Visa or a MasterCard. Try to avoid getting an American Express debit card like Bluebird as much as you can. Reason I say that, because there are a lot of online vendors that still do not take American Express. So you do not want to have yourself in trouble because you are not able to pay anything because that vendor don't take American Express. So try to get a debit, a prepaid debit card that is Visa or MasterCard. Also, there are some services that do not take prepaid cards, like Fubu TV, which is the streaming service that acts like cable and satellite, but everything and all the channels are streamed through internet, like YouTube TV and Sling TV. But if you try to get a free trial with any type of prepaid card, they'll reject it. They want an actual debit card. So that's just little things to keep in mind. Get you some type of card to be able to pay bills. Now, the first way of paying bills is paying online with a debit or credit card. Let's talk about some pros with that. One pro to talk about and to consider with that is it's convenient. It's very convenient. It's fast. And it takes out immediately. It takes your funds immediately. And that's going to come in handy. That term about taking out your funds immediately is definitely going to come in handy when we talk about the next one. Um, but before we get to that next one, let's talk about some cons. With a lot of your utility companies, you know, electric, water, and gas, so on and so forth, paying online, they usually have a convenience fee. So... It can range anywhere from $195 to $395, and it could be more, could be less. It all depends. Each company and each organization sets their own amount of how much they charge for convenience fees. But almost every utility company that I have worked with and been under my entire life and that I have paid directly to, all of them charged some type of convenience fee when I paid online. And so that is a big uh, inconvenience, kind of interesting. It's an inconvenience to pay the convenience fee. <laughs> very very uh, ironic, actually. Um, next thing online, the uh, next thing to keep in mind when on the idea of how to pay your bills, and that you can pay online another way. You can do what's called electronic debit. Now, what exactly is that? 
Electronic debit kind of similar to the using your debit card, but it act but it takes straight from the bank. And so when you choose, let's say, car insurance, and it gives you the option to either put in your card number or to do a debit from the bank. And if you choose debit from the bank, it'll ask for your account number, your routing number. And what this does is it takes straight from the bank. It's just like a transfer. Like for instance, when if you get paid direct deposit, your employer, or at least your employer's uh, accountant, an account software, will take the money from their bank and send it to your to your bank. That's pretty much what direct deposit is. It's an electronic debit or like you know electronic payment from one bank to another. And so when you do an electronic process um, or electronic debit, rather, it's the same thing. And reason and with it being bank to bank instead of using a card. And I know it's complicated asking, well, if you're using a card, is it still coming out of the bank? It gets crazy when you get to think about it too hard. The point that I'm trying to get across is, is that with that, there's no fees. So you save yourself on fees. However, a big con for that, especially if you're someone who lives paycheck to paycheck, is that it can take one to three business days to take out of your account. So there's times where you might have a bill that might be due on the 16th. However, the that even though it's due on the 16th, it's requested it from your bank on the 16th. So which means that it is highly likely it's not going to come out until the 18th or the 19th. And that's if the 16th was on a Monday and there's no holidays between the 16th and the 19th. And because if you if this happens on a weekend, it might take even longer to take out. And you could accidentally spend the money and then when it comes out, either get rejected or your account goes in the overdraft and you get hit with a ton of overdraft fees. So that's a program kind of keep in mind with paying with it through electronic debit. Another thing that you can do to pay for bills, this does not apply to streaming, but it can apply to pretty much every other bill, is paying in person. You can pay in person. Very important one there. Not all of them have that option, especially for me. My cell phone company is not one that I can pay for in person, so I got to pay that online. But other utilities, such as electric and gas and water, um, all of those, in some instances, even trash, you can go to a location and pay for pay them. There's some pros, a lot of pros with that. Obviously, you don't have any convenience fees. And now, with that being said, I do want to add a disclaimer. Some places do charge you a convenience fee, even if you pay in person. So, if you're going in person to um, pay with it with your card. And thinking that if you pay with your card in person, you're not going to get hit with a convenience fee. Some places you may not, but there are some places you still will, even if you pay in person. So if that's the reason why, then you might as well just pay it online if you're trying to avoid the fee. So, but, you know, if you can, if you don't have a card, you can pay cash. And that's pretty good. Pretty good pro you get to use and get to pay cash and be like, oh, you know, I don't have to try to figure all this out. However, some cons, um, cost gas to travel, which I know gas has gotten 
down pretty low. And depends on where you live. Because gas is getting cheaper, but for some of you, you might have cheap gas, but the closest location to where you have to pay bills may not exactly be close to you. So it might still cost a lot of money, even with gas prices going down. So I know it's easy to say this and to hear it. It's even more to actually see it. So I have videos planned over the coming weeks to help, uh, not the coming weeks, the coming week rather, to show these different aspects of paying bills and to just show in general how exactly it can be done and to help reduce your stress and anxiety when it comes to learning how to pay bills. So you all, thank you all for your attention on this episode today. You all have a good rest of your night, whatever is left of it depending on when and where you're listening and you all have a good rest of your weekend as well and never give up on your dreams. Thank you for listening to the life after school podcast hosted by Charles Prince. Check your favorite podcast platform for a new episode every Thursday. Never give up on your dreams. Fighting to create.